how to start. I guess um, um, I had a near-death experience last Saturday. <laughs> and what happened to me last Saturday was I had a heart attack. <clears throat> and um, I just wanted to share with all of you what I went through. And um, so you could understand um, <clears throat> some of the things that happened and and just to show you how God had his hand on me. And um, it's a, it's a, God has given me another testimony. And um, thank you. And um, I don't know about you guys, but testimonies, I just love testimonies because it's what God is doing with people today, you know, to hear what God has taken people through um, it just some of them are like, how do people even survive that, you know? But it's amazing to hear what God does for people. And um, so I just wanted to um, <clears throat> tell you um, my experience. And, um, and I know um, I, really, I really prayed for Laura today because Laura has fairly recently lost her husband to the same thing I went through. And um, and I know exactly what Mike went through. And um, Mike went on to live with the Lord. I'm here. And um, so I've really just, my heart's really gone out to her. Um, so anyways, I'm going to tell you the story. Um, right from the beginning, what happened. So Saturday, um, things are going good. We went to um, an open house, um, you know, typical Saturday. Come home about 5, 6 o'clock. My neighbor's going to give me some wood to fix the floor of my house. So I thought, well, I'll run down there. I'll hook the trailer up, run down there, get some wood. Something to do before it gets dark. So... Um, I go outside, I start hooking my trailer up, and all of a sudden I start getting a hot flash. I know it sounds weird from a guy, but it was happening. And um, I didn't know what it was. I had this feeling like something was wrong, but I couldn't pinpoint it. And I thought, well, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to walk to the house and just go sit down. And uh, so I, I went into the house and sat down, and thankfully Patty was there, um, I sat down, and I just started sweating profusely. I mean, I could feel sweat running down my legs. I was sweating so so bad, and I started to get chest pain. And I told Patty, call an ambulance. Something's wrong. I tried to be somewhat calm about it because I didn't want her to get, you know, freaked out over the whole deal. Um, <clears throat> but I couldn't be calm. It was... Um, <clears throat> It got so intense. Um, people say, uh, you know, it's a heaviness on your on your chest, and and I'm thinking a heaviness. People don't describe what a heaviness is. A heaviness is you lay on the ground. I pull the wheel of my truck up on your chest. I put my truck in park, and I just leave it there. That's the heaviness that you that you feel. Um, severe, <clears throat> so severe, I couldn't pray, I couldn't, I could call 
Jesus is all I could do. I just kept saying, Jesus, Jesus. I couldn't do anything else. I wouldn't have been able to call 911. So Patty calls 911, and um, they said, give him two aspirin, and um, the ambulance is on its way. And they wanted Patty to stay on the on the line, on the phone, and she said, I can't. I have to call our pastor to get people praying for me. And you know, a lot of times we throw out these prayers, you know, but we gotta we have to take this seriously. It's um, you know, just as serious as calling nine one one. When you call nine one one, stuff happens. And you got to expect when you're praying, things are happening because I feel that I'm here today because God answered your prayers. And um, honestly, I do. Um, So the ambulance driver showed up. He says, and I can't communicate with him. I mean, I just, it it was so intense. There was nothing I could do. but he said, I'm going to hook you up to a monitor. <clears throat> Usually doesn't tell me for sure if you're having a heart attack or not. Well, it was no question to me what was going on. So he hooked me up to the monitor. He says, 100% you are having a heart attack. He said, I'm going to give you an IV of morphine, not for pain, but to relax you. <clears throat> and he gave me an IV of morphine and... Um, in three minutes, it just stopped. I had no more pain. I stopped sweating. I told them I can walk to the ambulance. They're like, oh, no, you're not walking to the ambulance. <laughs> so I said, honestly, I mean, I feel like I could go back to work. It just quit. It stopped. And, um, you know, Patty had called Pastor Pat. People were praying for me. And um, so... The ambulance driver on the way there to the hospital says, you know, as soon as you roll in the door, they're just going to be on you. There's going to be people all over. They're going to be questioning you. They're going to be hooking stuff up to you. Um, And that's how it was. I mean, they were giving me IVs and hooking wires and doing all that they do. And and, um, the one doctor looks at a monitor and he says, you know, I can't explain this, he says, but you were having a heart attack, and his words were, your heart attack was aborted. And, but I could explain it, and it was honestly, it was God answering prayer. I, I, I truly believe it, and God just stopped it. And... um. When it stopped, I never had another pain. Um, so then they um, they said, uh, well, you have a plugged artery. We don't know how bad it is. Um, he said, the doctor said, um, you can think about this, and you can talk it over with your family. Um, he said, but I have a team in place right now to put stent in your heart. And I said, okay, let's do it right now. So... I mean, within 15 minutes of being at the hospital, they rolled me right in there and um, put actually three stents in my heart. Um, they do that. They don't put you to sleep when they do that. 
Um, they go in like through your groin and straight up into your heart. They give you something that makes you kind of loopy, you know, but um, I actually could see it. It was about a 60-inch monitor, and I could see the monitor actually beating, and I can see every blood vessel in my heart. And that's how he's putting the stents in by watching this monitor. It was just, it was, I tell people it was an amazing experience, you know, and they're like, well, you had a heart attack. I'm like, but it was incredible. It really was. So, um, so yeah, within 15 minutes, um, they rolled me in and I guess I was out within a half hour, maybe. I don't know. A little bit longer, she says. I was out. I had no damage to my heart. Um, I did have three blockages. One was um, 75%, 90%, and 95% blocked. And, um, yeah, so, um, I mean, it was a miracle. It really was. And, and, And honestly, it was because of you guys' prayer. And, and I don't know, without somebody there with you when this happens, honestly, I don't know how anybody can survive through it. I, don't, I see why people pass away from a heart attack, because it is severe. And if she wouldn't have been there, or if I would have went down to get that wood, I would not have been here. So um, just how God, the prayer, I mean, take your prayers seriously, because, I mean, you're pulling down the power of Jesus Christ when you are praying. And um, it just, I'm here because of it. I don't know why, but I just thank all you guys. I love all you guys. I thank you for praying for me. And um, you got to put up with me a little, little while longer. So, so yeah. Amen. Yeah. So it's funny because you notice he don't have camo on today. And uh, normally I'll be like, can't he wear something different than camo, you know? And I'll tell him sometimes, can't you wear something different? And, uh, yeah, well, he's got his camo shorts on. But um, when I'm talking his shirts, he always wears camo. And, you know, since then, it's like I don't care if he wears camo every day for the rest of his life. He can, you know, just so thankful. Yeah, puts things in different perspective for sure. So, um so as I went to journal last night, we, we went to open houses yesterday and had, had several to go to. And so Keith was sharing his testimony everywhere he went. You know, so many people that love him. You know, the body of Christ is so powerful. Family and friends and, uh, and the body of Christ. And um, so, so we, were, we were just loved on a lot yesterday. And um, someone... Well, he, when he shares the story of when I called 911 and was getting things together, he said, I couldn't believe how calm Patty was. And, uh, you know, it, it wasn't, the thing is, is when you're, when you have God that lives within you, it's not yourself doing these things, you know, it is Christ within us that empowers us to do the things that we need to do, even our breath, even us sitting here is because of his will and his, because of him. And even non-believers that don't know that yet, there it's, it's all because of him. And so somebody mentioned to me yesterday about a situation years ago where I blessed them through calling them and sharing something with them about the Lord. 
I didn't even remember it. And the man said, I've got chills because it made such a difference in, in our daughter's life. And you know, it doesn't matter that I don't remember it because it was Christ in me that inspired me to make that phone call to that parent and share with them about their child. When we do things for the Lord, when, just when we live as a Christian, it's, it's because of Christ within us. And there's so often that we, we listen to the lies of the enemy because he knows the power when you get that acknowledgement in your spirit of you know who you are in Christ, that everything changes. He wants to say something else, too. <laughs> and and uh, so as I was preparing for Children's Church this morning, I didn't have their lesson from the curriculum that we're going through I was just going to teach out of the experience of this last week. And as I was writing my, my lesson, but as I went to write my journal, I hadn't journaled in a week. And I looked back in my journal to June 3rd, the morning of his heart attack, before he had his heart attack, before just the just the awareness of Christ in us, you know? And the whole, the whole thing that I wrote that morning was on Christ in us. <laughs> and it's funny because this is what I wrote. It was out of a, a teaching that I've been reading by Ted Decker. And it's uh, the great mystery of being one with God in him and through Christ. And remembering it's never about what you believe about yourself that defines you. It's your father's opinion of you that defines you. Your opinion of yourself only defines the experience you have of yourself. And I wrote today, see yourself as he sees you in him. For once then can you find great joy in all he has made for you. Only then can you truly enjoy the beautiful gift of life in your earthen vessel, however temporal it is. Only then can you transcend that temporal body and fly. And the scripture that was in that chapter was the one that I was looking for yesterday when the Lord revealed to me just the truth like that the aha moment of that scripture being so real to me of Christ within me. And it's, it's John 14, 16 through 17. The Father will give you another helper that is the spirit of truth. And in that day you will know that I am in you, that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. And when you grasp that, and you really grasp that of him and us, him and you, we talk about looking for the gold in people. That's Christ. 
That's Christ, his image, that he created us in his image. We, as people, are being changed from glory to glory as we live out our life for the Lord and seek his word and seek his will for our life. And as we're changed, we become more like him here in this temporal body, and one day we're going to be fully as he is. And the enemy is so good about making us look at our faults. But through this whole message today is Ben talked about the blood of Christ because he doesn't see our sin. He sees us covered in the blood. And that's who we really are. And that's why the enemy tries so stinking hard to keep us from our true identity in Christ. So I know Keith wants to say something else, but I was just going to end with um, Margie and John singing a last song as we, and it's been just weaved through this whole message of the power of the blood of Christ, of of those things like Jessica was sharing about what we need to bring before the Lord and leave at the altar. And, um, and destroying the works of the enemy. And that's what this seems like this whole, this whole service has been about. Because we are overcomers. Be confident in who you are in Christ. Be confident in who you are in Christ. And don't feed into the lies of the enemy about ourselves or most importantly about the body of Christ, about our brothers and our sisters when you know there's weaknesses. We're all nothing but of filthy rags in our own self. But in Christ, we're overcomers. Amen? Amen. A couple things that I forgot to share was... um, Um, part of it is um, God's word you know we all hear God's word is truth but but it's so it's it's more than it's hard I can't even explain it it's positively truth it's um, that we have to when we read a scripture we have to believe it is that's it there's nothing else it's and and the example is is that <clears throat> Two weeks before I had a heart attack, I told you guys that I felt inspired to learn Psalms 23. Well, Patty, when I'm having a heart attack, she said Psalms 23. So I tried to start to go over Psalms 23, and I could not um, because of the severity. But the part of Psalms 23 that, although I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, because that's where I was at. Um, I will fear no evil. And and the last part of that is because he is with me. And, and I'm telling you, I, I was on this fence and I knew at a point that I could either live or I could either die. And I mean, I was right on the edge and I knew it. And 
I knew that I was okay. Whatever way it went, I knew I had peace that I was going to be okay whatever happened. And I know Mike had that peace. Um, because we're believers in Christ. And he says, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. And it's true. He will not. And he did not. And and because now I've fallen on the side of I lived, I have to say, I know I'm going to be okay. Because now I have a big bunch of bills. I have, I don't know how it's all going to work out. But I have to accept that it's going to be okay. You know? So that's where I am. And it will be all right. It'll all, God's going to work it all out. So he says he will. Amen. Amen. This is your opportunity to lay it all down. Are you hurting and broken within? Overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? Jesus is calling. Have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Jesus is calling. 